Have you tuned out of the human status quo? You might not be ready for what's to come. But for everyone, basically, it's prostitution. I mean, for some, they give their body away. For others, they give their mind away to serve a company, mm. just make profit somewhere. So are you saying that everybody's a prostitute? I heard the term slave. When you think about prostitution, it's basically you're giving yourself away consciously for the gain of money, for the gain of status, for the gain of reputation. But people don't realize, like, if you go to your nine to five, it's also a form of prostitution. It might not be your body, but it's your mind. Welcome to Transfigured Universe, the community where we share a unique heavenly perspective on all areas of life. Tune in to the frequencies that have the power to transfigure your life. Why the rich don't enter the kingdom of God. That's a big one. <laughs> That's a heavy one. It's a heavy one. Yeah. First of all, what is your definition of being rich i think being rich like yeah for everyone it comes in different levels obviously but i would say like a person that considers themselves rich like again there are a lot of nuances there but basically uh, a person that considers themselves rich is someone that holds on to to something because they think it's so valuable that they can't get rid of it. Obviously, on another level, that's actually a poverty mindset. But for that person, personally, they feel like they own that thing. So that's their right to own it, to keep it, and to, to not let go of it. So from that person's own perspective, they are rich because they possess something they don't want to let go of, or they can't let go of. Rich is not only about being wealthy in material mm. possessions. It's not only about, yeah, having material things in this physical world. Exactly. So it's really like, again, we talk about the heavenly perspective here. So for the worldly perspective, being rich is the definition that, that we gave before, which is holding on to something that you feel like you can't get rid of or you don't want to let go of. So it can apply to anybody. Anybody, anybody that is stingy, anybody that has issues to let go of material possessions. Why would we say that the rich won't enter the mm. kingdom of God? It's a big topic. And uh, as you would always have in, in our conversation, like the kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom. It's not a material kingdom. It is real, it manifests physically, but its source comes from the spirit. And talking about these rich people, so they hold on to material possessions, which is the material world. The kingdom of God is the heavenly world. For them, it's very difficult to make that transition hmm. because they, they are in the material world. For them, that's the only reality. They have material possessions, like it might be a lot, it might be less, but they have some sort of material possessions that they hold on to. But if you get into the kingdom of God, which is a spiritual kingdom, you can't take your material possessions there. And since people are attached to these earthly materials, they are not able to let go of that, to lay them down so they can join a spiritual kingdom or a spiritual reality. So why is that? Is it because people don't want to or people are simply not aware that the kingdom of God is so real. I think that there are different people, different category of people. For some people, they can't make it to the kingdom again because for them, 
this reality of a spiritual world, of an unseen world, is, is not even a reality, doesn't exist. Mm. So their entire life's focus, they, their energy they put into things is solely to acquire physical, material possessions or to kind of make life better in, in this uh, natural realm. So they, they never spend time thinking about, might there be something else? Might there be a different reality, a different dimension? So their entire perspective, their entire focus is in this natural world, which makes it impossible for them to join the kingdom of God because they don't even know about it. They, they are not aware of it. Mm. And then another category of people, I would say, it's all about the attachments they have to these material possessions and attachments come comes from being to something emotionally and i connect this with the fact that usually people in this natural reality they struggled a lot to acquire these material possessions mm. like they go to work they go to their nine to five for some it's prostitution unfortunately but for everyone basically it's prostitution i mean even that it comes at different levels for some they give their body away for others they give their mind away to serve a company mm. just make profit somewhere Wait, so are you saying that everybody's <laughs> a prostitute i heard the term slave because people are doing it consciously when you think about prostitution it's basically you're giving yourself away right you're giving yourself away consciously for the gain of money for the gain of status for the gain of reputation but people don't realize like if you go to your nine to five it's also a form of prostitution it might not be your body but it's your mind yeah because most people that have a nine to five job it's only to pay their rent exactly. and to pay their bills it's exactly. not because they want to be there they are not looking forward to Monday. At the end of the day, everyone that does something to get money, you're basically at some point, at some level, prostituting yourself because it's the same. There, there is no difference. And then in this world, yeah, you might talk about different value systems. Some ways of prostitution are accepted. Others are not because of the different values and principles that are there. But if someone is doing something to get money and that's the sole purpose hmm. it's basically uh, prostituting yourself Makes because sense. yeah you you are helping like a greedy person somewhere to make more money it hmm. might be a business owner it might be a, a pimp like hmm. at the end of the day it's two businesses and you're just yeah. <laughs> offering your yourself your body your your ideas your mind your emotion your time which mm -hmm. is a big factor we haven't touched on your time like, what are you sacrificing when you spend more time at the job, at a nine to five that you don't like, rather than spending it on, on your loved ones or doing things that you actually care about that are not like pursuing money, but it's just a passion of yours, for example. So yeah, prostitution comes in, in different levels. And my entire point with this, when I was talking about attachment, is that people can't let go of their money because they invested their emotions so much in the process of making money that it becomes hard to let go of it yeah it's just like a relationship exactly like people are in toxic relationships mm -hmm. that don't serve them whether it's like with their partner or like in family you're just like i gave too much i built so many years to get to this point mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i can't let go so they they're forcing something they're still hustling in there to to make it work
definitely this this is exactly it mm. so the more sweat and tears and hustle and struggle and all of that the more energy you have put into getting something the more attached you will become yeah. to it which in this case is money and the more attached you are to it the harder it is to to let it go or yeah. to give it away and uh, this is the issue so now we have struggled your entire life or your entire day to get money and now you are asked to join a spiritual kingdom where the value system is completely different because in the spiritual realm money as we know it in this world doesn't exist so it won't serve you there mm -hmm. so you have to let the, the the material possessions aside to join the spiritual kingdom but since you spend so much time acquiring that now it becomes very hard to to let go of it because mm. it just reminds you of all the struggles you had have a hard time to to let go of it as simple as that how can we like put this we're talking about rich people won't enter the kingdom of god mm -hmm. that is because their attitude is holding on to their material possessions, mm -hmm. holding mm -hmm. on to things that they can't let go of. But what about those who have all the possessions and they they think they have everything? So why would they want to leave their material possessions, having the ability to pay for everything they desire in mm -hmm. life to, to get into the kingdom? So far we have talked about not being able to join the kingdom based on pain. But the opposite is also true. When you have already so much quote-unquote pleasure in this life and you might have like all these amazing experiences, being traveling, be it food, being buying, again, material possessions, whatever you're, you can think of and you can just, you just have the money to back that up. Like at some point, like you, uh, I would like listen to interviews and rich people saying, they have lost the ability to enjoy things and to have pleasure, to feel pleasure because they have been overstimulated. So they have acquired so many things that they have been so overstimulated that their brain is not even able to perceive a greater pleasure than what they have already experienced. Mm. So that puts you in a state where you are not even looking for something beyond what you already had. Because in this reality, you had it all. And indulging in that now makes it even more difficult to see beyond that. Because you think that you already got it all, you experienced it all, you have seen it all. So it doesn't put you in a state where you seek for more, for a deeper meaning, for meaning beyond your, your, your life experience you already had. What happens if they don't enter the kingdom of God? Yeah, I mean, what happens is you, you basically stay a human. You, you stay on this earth and when you die, you die and that, that's it. There is no continuation of, of your existence, of, of your life. And uh, as we say, like the kingdom of God is also an equation of heaven. And we also know that there on the other side of, of reality, there's not just heaven. There are many different worlds, including hell as well. And the state in which you will leave this physical dimension is the state or the world that you will join while you cross what we call death here. So if you're not in a heavenly state, let's say in peace, if you're not in love, if you're not in joy, if you don't experience these states while you are on earth, you're going to another place that matches your, your state of being. So if you 
are caught up in just like pleasuring yourself and all these kind of things or you are addicted to some substances or things like that or you're driven by greed and like you already have a lot but you want more and you want more and you want more or um, yeah you exploit people all that kind of stuff there is a world prepared for these people where they will feel at home like it's, it's literally that so since they have been doing that on earth that's what they feel comfortable with and in that other dimension there is a world to match that and that's where people will will end up for those who realize that okay i got it all maybe i have material possessions i'm super wealthy i can mm. get everything i i think about or desire or for those who are just tired of living a life of no meaning or no purpose like what's the way to get into the kingdom like what shall one do to get into the kingdom because we said the rich will not mm -hmm. enter the kingdom of god and the rich are those who cling on to material possessions in general it's not impossible that a rich person or someone that has a lot of material possessions to make it into the kingdom it's not impossible but knowing the nature of such a person of a rich person that is attached to the material things that's the attitude that makes it impossible to to get into the kingdom so if someone now might have realized through our conversation that all right so maybe there is more than my material possessions what can i do it's really about understanding that the spiritual world functions differently than the natural world it's about becoming more it's about becoming who you are so it's about developing your state of being and to do that in that world your material possessions won't serve you because in this world in the natural world people depend on money in the spiritual world especially in the kingdom of god people depend on god on the source and that's why this verse that says you can't serve god or money so you have to choose between god or money if you are in this material world and you have a lot of possessions you have to make a choice to start depending on god and one way to do that which is also shown in the bible is the story of uh, the young rich ruler who had it all who was rich and he did the ten commandments and all of that and then jesus says all right so that's good you have done this since childhood but if you want to become perfect sell all you have give the money to the poor come and follow me and that's literally the invitation to depend on god and not on the material possessions that you have acquired and that's a tough call because again people are attached to their material possessions mm. but if you're serious about this that's the switch that would need to happen for a rich person to make it into the kingdom to detach from their material possessions and really see that they only do so much but not more and that more that people are looking for is found in god i read a book once i think mm. it's called the monk who sold his ferrari something like that i hope that's the title but it's like about this person who was like living a great life great job cars having it all whatever and i really don't remember the story that much but it just came back that he yeah he he was living the life and decided I think after a trip or realization mm -hmm. or whatever, that he wanted to sell everything and live a more authentic life. Because I have the feeling that 
when people read that verse, you know, rich people mm -hmm. won't enter the kingdom of God. People are like, whoa, 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 what does that mean? So I need to be poor to enter the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Where I'm getting with this is like, there are people that do that. So they leave everything and decide to go on an island and live, you know, a minimalistic life. Is that entering the kingdom of God? What is the difference there? There are those who do that, mm -hmm. who do like the, how do you say, the leaving things behind to live a more yeah minimalistic life mm -hmm. and there are those who are like whoa why should i be poor on this earth thanks for being tuned in so far we appreciate you are enjoying the frequencies if you desire to go deeper and take your life to higher dimensions tune up by joining the transfigured community at transfigureduniverse.com for those who might have been rich and they left things behind like the the story of the monk who sold his ferrari and everything from a kingdom perspective from a heavenly perspective that doesn't necessarily mean that you made it into the kingdom because again like even the bible says riches come with persecution as well right so being rich in this world in this fallen world in this corrupted world is tough actually like it comes with some downsides to it that people also don't talk about much so that means that someone has acquired riches they are rich and now they face all these persecutions that they weren't aware of that they didn't expect and the pressure is just too much to handle so now they get rid of their riches to get rid of the persecutions wow. but they're not looking for the kingdom of god hmm. so it's basically just like a, a coping mechanism on how to deal with the pressure with the persecutions people asking you for money all the time people expecting you to buy them things all the time and so on and so forth and you just got so tired of it and now it's a counter reaction where you just get rid of everything because you are looking for that kind of peace hmm. but it's not the peace the kind of peace that we talk about in in the kingdom of god but it's that peace where you just don't want to deal with, with the pressure yeah escaping again Ex exactly. that's what humans do exactly. they escape what they can't handle yeah you haven't transcended the physical realm so you're still struggling on the physical realm so it's basically you went from one extreme which is rich to the other extreme but you are still on earth you are not in heaven yet yeah so people usually do things based on trying to avoid something they might start out poor so they hustle 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 they go to the extreme riches now the extreme riches you you discover that some stuff just sucks there and now you go to the other extreme which is uh, poverty because you don't want that excess exposure for some or uh, persecutions for for others as as we as we said either they escape or they're searching for something yes. and then they get to the other extreme and there are those who will maybe realize oh god i left everything but i still feel void or mm. there's still something missing yeah this is exactly it so giving away all your things doesn't mean that you made it into the kingdom of god because again you might still be on earth it's just the other extreme of the same thing. Mm. It's either extreme poverty or a minimalist lifestyle or extreme opulence, abundance. Basically, the, the entire point here is as, as long as you're still on earth, you will have these struggles. Like mm -hmm. being rich can be annoying and poor obviously is also annoying. But it's still annoying. It's still there. And to, to escape that, that's where... You have to get into the, the, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, uh, where you will find that peace, that deeper peace. 
And with that type of peace, you will master the entire spectrum of both extremes. It won't matter if you are rich, like a lot of material possessions, and it won't matter if you have not a lot of material possessions, because that state of being that you have in uh, being in the kingdom, which is peace, will just help you to balance no matter where you are. You might have to let go of your material possessions when getting into the kingdom. Again, just because the economy of, of the kingdom of heaven works differently. It's not based on your money. And that's the thing that will prevent you to be functional in the kingdom of heaven. That's why you're asked to leave it at the door. Some might not have a lot of cash or money in the bank, but they have a lot of land, they have a lot of real estate, they have a lot of gold, they have a lot of clothes or products, which is also a form of, of wealth. It's, it's, it's about the attachment that people have to these things. Mm -hmm. Basically the kingdom, they will ask you to leave what you're most attached to. That's really the, the issue there. Mm. So it might for most- Are you willing to leave what you're really attached to, what you think is sustaining exactly. you, keeping you alive. Exactly. That's exactly the issue there. Mm. So for most people, it is money because money buys all things in, in, in this reality, at least. So for most people, they will be asked <laughs> their money because that's the thing they're most attached to. And that's the thing that most people st spend the most time on to get, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not really about money, it's about the attachment and the illusion that people have that clinging onto this physical thing is going to sustain me, it's going to help me in my life, it's going to be my source, basically. Yeah. So, and since the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven is a kingdom, that already means that God is the king there. And when you think about a kingdom, everyone has to respect the king. Everyone has to give reverence to the king. Everyone has to honor the king also depend on the king because mm. the king owns the kingdom personally. It's his kingdom and everything that happens in it belongs to the king. So you can't come into a kingdom with a mindset of ownership. Mm. You can't own something in a kingdom unless it is given to you by the king, yeah. right? So the kingdom of heaven needs to find a way to make people detach from the things that they think are sustaining them which is basically a source other than God. And once you're in the kingdom now, obviously, uh, as, we, as we ask the question, people think that, oh yeah, now I'm poor because I have to give all this away. Like, let's remind people that God is a king and God is the creator of the universe. So there is no way you are giving away your illusionary wealth or riches, yeah. whatever you want to call it, to join a heavenly kingdom, a universal kingdom with the richest person in existence, which is God, thinking that you're going to be poor. Yeah. Because again, like once you join the kingdom of God, like the kingdom is like a country, you become a citizen of that of that place. And God is a, is a merciful God. He's also called heavenly father. So if God is your king and God is also your father, your father is going to be good towards you and merciful towards you. And since God owns everything, by default, you're also going to own everything. But it's not like really owning the things, you're going to have access to all the things. And that's where life is the most exciting. Mm. Because even in this world, like 
rich people will, will tell you like it's a headache to own so many things because I have to maintain it, I have to take care of it, I have to defend it, protect it, I have to see if people steal from me or not because they own it. So they are personally responsible for things yeah. to work out. But that's that's where like sometimes renting a place is easier because you just go into the place you pay a, a fee and you use, you yeah. do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And by the time you don't want to use it anymore, you, you go out and you, you move on with the with your life. You don't have to worry about the, the water pipes, the bills, the, the kitchen. Like it's, it's the owner's stuff. So in the kingdom of God, in the same way, we give the responsibility because it's a responsibility. It's not an honor. The responsibility of ownership to own the universe. And God has to figure out everything. God has to make sure the stars are still aligning and all that stuff. God has to make sure that our lives are sustained in a certain way. And we have the privilege, because I really see it as a privilege, we have the pri privilege to access and use God's creation and, and God's universe. Mm. And again, like God is our king on one hand, but on the other hand, he's also our father. So we are part of the family. So it's really like your 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 father is owning the entire thing, and as your daughter or or, or as his son or or daughter, you can use his his possessions. It's his family possessions basically. So actually, joining the kingdom truly makes you rich, and not the other way around. I have a feeling that people that might be listening would say, "Okay, that sounds amazing. That sounds beautiful." But I still feel that they might think that this is something happening once you're dead like it's something far away yeah. how can you put it in words to explain how the kingdom is truly here because you say in this world and in the kingdom you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. and it's like two different worlds mm -hmm. how can you like explain how the kingdom manifests here on earth that's a good point actually because there are different worlds but at the same time the kingdom of heaven is already is also here so it's basically understanding that we are talking about Earth as a physical planet. And then within that Earth, which is nature, creation, animals, plants, and all of that, within this physical planet, there is a world that is built on this physical planet. And when we talk about world, we mean the world like all these political systems, the mm. cities, society that, that man, <clears throat> that humans have built. So that's the world, but not the earth, right? So on earth, on the physical planet, we have different worlds, which is basically different systems, different sphere of beings and existence. Again, it can be economy, entertainment, all of this makes the world as we know it. Hmm. So it makes the world function. Exactly. For humans. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And in this present state, which I'm sure everyone can agree on, things are not working out. We live in a fallen world. Yeah. So it's basically the world of the opposite of the kingdom of heaven because things are not working out. People are not fulfilled. People are depressed, stressed, broke, poor, sick, tired, <laughs> everything. And this is not part of the kingdom of, of God or kingdom of heaven. So it's basically now understanding that the, the kingdom of heaven is a place really up there, but the kingdom of God is built upon earth. And that's where it is already manifest, where it is already present. 
And so the, the children of God, as, as, we, as we call them, are here on this physical planet to build this heavenly reality mm. on earth so that people actually can experience it. So this world is already here because we are here. The citizens of heaven are already here. The children of God are already here. It's just that it hasn't been built at a massive scale where everyone can see it, obviously. But uh, this is why we are here now, to, to really build this heavenly kingdom on, on earth so that people actually realize it's real. Mm. It's already here. And that's where people will be able to, to experience it. That's why we are here to bring this revelation and to really share with people like that there is a reality that is so real yet unseen. Mm. But if you tap into it, you can see it, live it, experience it. And it's a beautiful way of living. Mm -hmm. It truly is. At the end of the day, it's really like to, as you said, to, to share this uh, heavenly perspective with people and to really make heaven tangible that people see what it is and hopefully also that, that they will join because they really see that this is what they have been looking for. Like it's like the, the alternative to, to this fallen world we might, we might be in now, but there is this alternative world that is also here. I hope that people through these conversations, they will see that it is real and that they can join. Yeah. How much better would the world be if people knew about this reality and mm. uh, would bring this uh, heavenly kingdom, express it and help it grow and gain ter territory in the world, right? Definitely. What would you tell someone that has something or things that they are thinking on? What would your last words be for them that would help them understand and wanting to, to experience the kingdom? There is a, a verse in the Bible that says that the, the blessing of the Lord comes with no added sorrow, right? So it's basically when God blesses you, there are no sorrows attached to that. And uh, what we realize a, a lot of times with rich people, they might have this kind of blessing or success or, or things going for them, but it comes with a lot of sorrows. <laughs> There's a lot of, of, of pain attached to that. And if people really want to let go of that, they really can join the, the kingdom of God and experience being rich, wealthy, and having no, no sorrows um, added to them. I mean, the best way is simply to, to stick around, to tune in, because we have uh, a lot of things that, that we, we want to share with people. And um, as we said in the beginning, like we, we have a community for that where, where people can join. And uh, yeah, as soon as it is opened up, that's where we will have conversations. Mm. We will share things, but also we want to make it interactive, especially because yes, now we have covered a lot of things and I'm sure people have been helped in a big way and then sometimes you have these individual situations where people they understood what you're saying but they still want like a practical action step for themselves in their situation mm. and that's where the where I would suggest people to to stick around and to yeah. watch out for the updates on, on our community where they will be able to interact with us personally and uh, where we will be able to, to help people answer their questions and yeah, inspire them to, to, to live a great life. Maybe someone or people out there that are watching might say, hey, how can that world be possible with no sorrows, mm. you know? And 
it really is possible. Doesn't mean that you don't face challenges. Doesn't mean that you don't face tribulations or whatever this world throws at you. Mm -hmm. But there is really a heavenly way of experiencing this life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, I'm just excited to to share all of this with everybody. And mm -hmm. I'm just grateful that we can do this together. And yeah, thank you for always bringing great truth and revelations. Stay tuned to the frequencies that have the power to transfigure your life by subscribing, liking, and sharing this transfigured frequency. You can find our video episodes on our YouTube channel, Transfigured Universe. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. If you desire to go deeper and take your life to higher dimensions, we invite you to join the Transfigured community at transfigureduniverse.com. Stay tuned.